Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men Weekly podcast. I am Skip LaCourt. I'm so glad to be here with you. I want to make the fitness process simple and effective. I want you to manage your willpower, focus, energy, and time effectively and efficiently. I don't want you to go on excess. I want you to know what the price you have to pay and then willingly pay it. Not in excess, but not guessing, hey, can I get away with this? I want to help you get clear on what you have to do, and that's what I do this Workouts for Older Men podcast for. Hey, in this podcast, I want to talk about how fitness will cure your midlife crisis, how fitness will cure your midlife crisis. What's a midlife crisis? You know, I think that uh, I need to explain what that is. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, dumping your wife, getting a 22-year-old girlfriend, uh, getting a toupee, coloring your hair, uh, you know, uh, driving a, a Corvette, a fancy sports car, uh, because you're afraid of getting old. I'm not talking about that. I've got a different way of looking at uh, what this midlife crisis is because I really think it's real. And uh, my explanation, my definition, I wonder if it applies to you. So I want to talk about in this podcast how fitness will cure your midlife crisis. I want to do that and a whole lot more in this week's Workouts for Older Men podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour, I'm so glad you're joining me again for this special podcast that I do just for men who are like you and me, a little bit older, busy, productive lives, and we want to take our fitness to the next level. Maybe we have health concerns, uh, maybe we just have this body fat that we just have to get rid of. Finally, we're focusing on it. Or uh, maybe it's just our thing, to be fit. It sets us apart. We want to take the higher and higher levels. Whatever your reasons are that you want to take your fitness to the next level, I'm here to help. I want to use my 31 years of living, breathing, <laughs> thinking about fitness in excess for so many years. In the last 17 years or so since I retired from a competitive drug-free bodybuilder, a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder, and uh, taking on more responsibility, more of a life like yours, I have uh, had to kind of scale back. Uh, I still have the high standards of the way that I want it to look. And I know you're listening to me on a podcast, but if you go to skiplacore.com or my Twitter, skiplacore, Instagram, skiplacore, Facebook page, uh, I want to talk about that a little bit more uh, during our time together this week. But you'll see that uh, at 58 years old, I'm still in really good shape. And uh, I'm a lot more efficient with my willpower, focus, energy, and time. I'm not going to do an excess like I did when I was younger, you know, doing extra work. I bet I could make that 1% difference I was going to do. I I can't do that. I know you can't do it. It's not sustainable. Uh, Maybe when we were younger, maybe it was never sustainable. It's just that we didn't have as much going on or we thought that those muscles would, uh, I don't know, make us uh, so much more confident or whatever it was, (laughs) right? Uh, I'm now where I've got to be efficient with my time. I've got to use my willpower, focus, energy, and that time 
effective oiling condition to continue to look great, uh, but save some of that brain power, uh, save that uh, that time uh, to crack some other codes and challenges life. And uh, you know, I was not a position where I cared about that before, but my pain, <laughs> what that uh, caused holes in my regular life, where you took care of all that. Well, my pain is now your gain because I'm going to just uh, start you with the most effective and efficient strategy that you don't get from those younger passionate fitness experts because they were like me. Don't see too many guys uh, who are six-time national champions who have done it for 31 years who are, are your age at uh, 58 years old, still doing it, still passionate about it, didn't give up on it, and are giving you this type of information from this perspective, our perspective, at our stage of life. In this podcast, I want to talk about our stage of life. I want to talk about midlife crisis. What does that even mean? What does that mean to you? I want to talk about midlife crisis. But I want to talk about how fitness will cure your midlife crisis. I know that's a big statement. Fitness will cure your midlife crisis. Well, I want to give you my perspective going through this journey and helping out so many men who are just like you with their fitness and a lot more. We're going on a journey, make them accountable, give them objectivity and perspective uh, to finally crack the code in some of those areas, other areas of life. Uh, maybe it's business now for them, or maybe they took care of that, and uh, now they want to be an entrepreneur part of business. All right? uh, maybe it's, it's connection at a deeper level uh, to round out their lives uh, because they took care of that, whatever it is. Giving them accountability perspective, and I just doing this for so many years. I guess I should tell you if you haven't don't know is that I've got 37 years being obsessed with personal development. So you know those two perspectives, uh, that obsession with fitness and obsession with personal development, puts me in a, a very uh, unique perspective, a very special stack of skills that can help men who come to me for fitness and a whole lot more giving them that objectivity and perspective to get more and more and more out of life in addition to fitness. And uh, because I talk to so many men who are in that position, uh, that's what I want to share with you in this podcast and a lot more. Focus on fitness first. So uh, during this podcast, I want to talk about how fitness will cure your midlife crisis. All right. And I know we're going to talk about what that means. But how was your week? My week uh, doing this Weekly podcast is uh, Workouts for Older Men, weekly podcast. I'm a little behind schedule uh, this week. I kind of shared some things during our, our last podcast. Right? <laughs> I tell you, I've had uh, one challenge or another, but I talked about uh, you know my Facebook page, how I got hacked. And I'll just tell you, uh, let me just say this, is that, you know, like a lot of my guys, and I don't know what your situation is, but uh, trusting, probably not. My number one uh, forte, <laughs> my uh, strongest set of skills uh, that started early in life. I brought it uh, into my adulthood. Uh, you know, having trust issues, whether you uh, feel that you have them or not, a lot of guys, you know, they, they've got some trust issues. Uh, but, you know, usually, unless you have some real enlightenment or you've uh, explored thinking about it from a different angle, the amount of trust that you have for people or you don't have for people, you think that's the right amount, right? So, you know, I talk to a lot of guys, I mean, you know, label yourself trust issues, right? What's it really matter? Is it working for you in life or not? 
a lot of guys, uh, they get to a certain point, especially at this age, uh, they achieve a lot, they experience a lot, but they just can't break through. Sometimes it's, it's trust, it's expecting the best. And they do it in some areas a lot, but usually the closer it is to you, the more you have at stake. Uh, that's when our ability to trust, like we must, we must expect the best from ourselves and other people. Uh, that's when it gets challenged, and uh, a lot of men have that challenge. That was certainly my challenge, right? I didn't really start even understanding that was a challenge into my 40s, <laughs> all right? But so, yeah, like my Facebook page, like with 470,000 followers and, you know, 10 years of work and videos and live videos, put a lot of work in it. Maybe uh, that's where I met you and you're listening to this podcast or maybe you listen to this Workouts for Older Men podcast or any of my podcasts and that brought you over to that, that page. Like I said, did a lot of work on it and it, it was hacked and, you know, being on the internet, that's how I make my living. That's how I'm talking to you here, whether it's a podcast or on Instagram videos or articles or whatever it is. You know, uh, I work from my home office, and so I'm on the internet. And so you hear about, you know, hack jobs and those things like that. Uh, but, you know, if it doesn't happen to you, oh, yeah, tough break. <laughs> I hope they get over that. And usually, I know from the way I looked at it is that even if, you know, someone got hacked. It looked like it all resolved itself after a couple of weeks or whatever. I, I don't remember uh, too many hacking where it, it critically uh, altered the direction of their life or their business. Maybe it did. I, it just never happened to me to take that much interest. Until now. <laughs> Until now. And so, uh, yeah, I got hacked. And, uh, you know, I'm very careful. Uh, when I, I love YouTube because if you got a problem, I don't know, like I always say, with your garage door opener, with a blender, you know, how to put up a basketball hoop, how to fix a toy that you bought or something like that, how to match your paint. Someone has taken the time uh, to uh, make a YouTube video to alleviate you of all your angst, and I really appreciate that. And someone did that with uh, the fa Facebook page getting hacked. But, you know, one thing that I, because it was a really smart guy, and he showed his screenshot. All right. He showed his screenshot and to me it was really obvious what language it was. <laughs> because it was the same language of my hacker. But he just acted like oh, I don't know, some strange country, some strange language. And I thought, why is he saying that? He you can tell exactly what is there. But now being in this <laughs> for a little over three weeks now, it's like you just want your site back. You don't want to offend a group of people. You don't want to be targeted ever again. Right? So it's like, what, what's it matter? It, it got hacked. Who cares? The group of people or whatever. But the challenge is, is so, you know, in some um, uh, direct messaging, Facebook back and forth, and I don't know. It's like this has been going on so long. It seems like there's so many people involved that it's really uh, challenging my trust issue, right? And it's like, and, and but on top of that, I'm getting calls from this foreign country, you know, like on, on my Facebook page that was taken over and my, my ad accounts and things like that, you know, all the credit card information is blocked or whatever. But, uh, you know, it has my phone number. You can call. Like I said, you you guys want to call me? You want to text me a question, fitness question? Nine two five three five two four three six six. Nine two five three five two four three six six. That'll be in the description. And uh, so, like, you know, I'm getting calls from this country, even WhatsApp from this country.
But to make it even, it goes, I, I can lose my job. I know that Facebook told you not to talk to anybody on the phone, but can we just talk? I don't want to type this out. <laughs> I like going. And so, and then Facebook says, don't talk to anybody on the phone. And I'm going, well, all right. I, you know, what are they going <laughs> to, there's no good news they can tell me. All right. It's just give, them, give them my page back. There, there's nothing that they can tell me on that phone that would be uh, good news. <laughs> Nothing, right? So I have no uh, desire uh, to. Uh, I have no desire to uh, pick up the phone, uh, but it, 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 it's it's taxing my trust issues because, like, I'm texting back and forth. It's like they can either read me texting Facebook back and forth, like they're in my page or they're in my email, or I'm wondering, am I even going back and forth with a Facebook guy? Anyway, well, enough about that story. I don't want to. Uh, bore you too much with that but you know I do want to do more than talk about fitness connect with you but anyway that's why you know I'm late I'm, I'm dealing with that still hoping to get it back but here's the thing that is interesting so I have this workouts for older men page right so it's it's different than that one so I started it and I started populating that and uh, you know it's just a, a fraction of uh, the amount of men uh, that were on my Skip LaCour Facebook page that I hope to get back, by the way. But it's, it's just it's just interesting. So you know, it's it's attracting just men. I don't know. They don't even work out. They don't go to a gym. They're just interested in fitness or whatever it is. And it just it's just funny we as men, but as older men, because it's like the the comments about steroids or why does anybody want to look like that. Or, you know, or one guy got it. Let me tell you what you are. Or he's talking about my form or how much weight I'm lifting, how it's too much. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about myself, like, you got to understand, when I was a bodybuilder, a drug-free bodybuilder, and it was popular on the Internet, I mean, I've heard the same thing over and over again for 31 straight years. Actually, you know, since I retired from competitive bodybuilding, I mean, especially maybe, I don't know, a little five or so year, a five or so year stretch. Nobody cared <laughs> about me, right? So it's kind of a reemergence saying that I'm on steroids. But I've been basically listening to this about who I was, who I am, or whatever, for, like for 31 years. There's nothing you can say to me that I haven't heard, <laughs> right? And obviously, I just keep on going, doing my thing, regardless of what anybody thinks. And you don't believe me, you shouldn't be on this page, <laughs> right? Gentless, if you don't trust that I'm what I say, I'm drug-free bodybuilder, then don't frustrate yourself. You're 55 years old. Go go find somebody you believe in. <laughs> it, it's like, I could see a 25-year-old doing that, right? But taking the time, you know, and, and one guy, I, I, I kind of click their profiles because I'm always a little interested in, uh, seeing their perspective. It's always, you know, some guy looks like he's been training for six months. At that month, he's got some new interests. And he's, you know, look, I've been doing this like like my life depended on it, right? Uh, I could, you know, I could tell you what every 25-year-old says to do, the safe route, the conventional wisdom route, right? So, you know, these guys have six whole months, a year worth of experience. Trust me, I know their level. If I'm doing it, that's the next level. Trust me. There's nothing you can talk about my form or how much weight I use or if it sets or not. You don't think I've heard that five billion times? That's a kindergarten thinking. 
<laughs> you're in kindergarten, right? Oh, really? Oh, really? That's how you do it? Just like they said our first six weeks of training when all the guys who've been doing it for like a year tell you? You mean I should just forget? I, I missed that in these 31 years? I'm doing it this way. I mean, I look this way. You see my accomplishments, right? But I should just be doing it. Your basic kindergarten thinking. I mean, you've been doing this a whole year or so. <laughs> it's like, look, I, I, like I said, I can understand this if guys are 22, but at 55, 60 years old, man, I don't know. Shouldn't we be evolved more than that? I mean, at this age, shouldn't we be more than boys? I, you think this guy's on steroids? I think he's lived two ways or it's formed isn't good because what? That's what you, some 25-year-old, and you're, after you watched six YouTube videos told you to do, and you think somehow I miss it? Okay, fine. I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm on steroids. I don't have good form. I use two heavy weights. You haven't had a name for me or something like Okay, fine. You're going to take the time to post that on Facebook. You don't got, at 55 years old, you don't got anything better to do? <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> right? I don't know. I never comment on that. I just delete it, right? You know, look, this is, I, I just attract men who want to get to the next level faster. They're busy, whatever, you know, you know. So, that, like I said, I've been hearing that, you know, basically for 31 years. And so I just kind of delete that. I don't want that type of negativity. And obviously, you know, if he's got it all done, he's never going to be a client or a customer of mine. Why would I want him to pollute, you know, uh, my environment? of the guys who are more, aren't like that, right? So I never comment on any of that, but I just, I don't know, I just think that's really interesting. I, I would think that at this age we will fall past that. So anyway, so like I said, in these podcasts, I want to give you more than uh, just the sets and reps. Maybe you'll find it interesting as you're maybe casually doing your cardio in the gym or you're doing this on your drive home on a podcast, right? So, Midlife crisis, right? Is that a real thing? I'm just curious. Is that a real thing to you? And, you know, if if I would have heard what uh, someone said midlife crisis to me, like, I don't know, when I was in my 20s or 30s or something like that, that would be the last thing I'd think about. That's somebody else's problem, having midlife crisis. But if I would have had to define it, I would say, oh, they're afraid to get old. Those old guys are afraid to get old. And so, uh, they have to uh, buy a fancy car or they have to dump their wife and get a hot young girl because they're afraid of dying and they want to pretend they're young and they do all these young things. I don't know, maybe get on a uh, on a message board on a, and uh, <laughs> you know, see who has the biggest wiener or whatever with somebody on the internet. I don't know, you know, what, what it is, but that's what I would say a midlife crisis is. You're going to deny the fact that you're getting older. You're not going to uh, grow old uh, gracefully. You're going to dump your wife who's been with you and get a young girl, uh, dress young, I don't know, hat on backwards, get the young car, uh, just so you don't have to, you know, face, you know, getting older. So I, I guess that would be the, I'm just curious, would that be what you would describe a midlife crisis with? See, I, I think that, you know, 20-year-olds uh, or 30-year-olds would think that, but I wonder, you know, again, guys don't talk about this necessarily too much, but, you know, if you're 50, 55, 60, would you 
would you categorize a midlife crisis like is like this? Not maybe you've gone through it, or you've had friends that go through it. But I guess what I'm saying, I deal with men all the time about we talk about life perspective to this age. Again, of course, it starts off with fitness. But see, to me, to me, a midlife crisis is this, and you tell me if this, uh, you know, is with you. Uh, midlife crisis is. You've worked hard. You've made the best decisions possible, and maybe you're you're generally happy with your life, or you know you made some terrible mistakes or whatever, and you're 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 scrapping, or somewhere in between. You know, at this whatever 50, 55, 60, whatever you're at. Because from my my personal experience, my experience helping uh, so many men, I don't care what you did. I don't care if you got married and you've been married for 30 years. Uh, you save the job, you work over the line, you're solid financially and, and set, uh, you know, with some stability in the future. I don't care if you took that route. Uh, I don't care if you uh, made bad decisions with your relationships. You've married a couple times and kind of wiped out that stability or whatever. You know, look, we all uh, make good choices and choices that we won't want the outcome. That's universal of all men, even it's guys who... You would admire what they they've accomplished. They still look back because when they didn't, when they went, they went this way, even though they intended it, even though um, they got the results that they want. There's a price to pay, whatever way you go in life. And at this age, a lot of men are thinking, "Man, was that price that I paid? I, I'm thankful for it. I had, but was the price I paid because they didn't focus on this family enough, or good times enough, or you know, my financial security, or, or my health enough?" Or whatever it is, it's not just because they just neglected all that. Their willpower, focus, energy, and time went to the things that they have that maybe a lot of men, maybe you and I would admire, but there's holes in their life. I certainly have holes in my life, and my life's about rounding those out. But the midlife crisis is, well, where do you go from here, from this point? Okay, I'm 58 years old, or I'm 55 years old, or I'm 62 and we, as I say all the time, we got more time behind us than in front of us. And that's sobering, and we do that, so let's get fit or whatever it is. But let's just say there's 20 good years left, and that's if you're in good shape. Take care of yourself, guys. Get in shape, all right? And as it comes to the end, those 20 years, unfortunately, come sooner than we know it, that you're in good shape, all right? That you don't drain your bank account, um, you know, the people around you, because you're sick the last 15 years of your life, right? We can take care of ourselves now to prevent that from happening. But whatever time we have left, what's the plan moving forward? What is the plan moving forward? Again, uh, appreciating everything you work toward and you have, but also understanding you're not alone. It, the price that you pay to get what you have, it costs you in other areas. But how are you going to do it from this point forward? See, to me, that's the midlife crisis. That's the real midlife crisis that, I don't know, you wouldn't so see on social media or in, I don't know, some movies or situation comedies on TV. The real midlife crisis that, you know, I look at the men who I help is, all right, here are the things that went well. Here are the things that didn't go well. How do I take all of that? And what's the plan moving forward for the next 20, 25 years? That's the midlife crisis. Can you do it? Can you round this out? Or is this as good as it gets? That's a midlife crisis. I'm wondering if you can relate. I, I talk to men about it all the time. I can certainly offer you a lot of objectivity and perspective if I'm speaking to your soul right now. 
like I said. So, so this podcast, I want to talk about how fitness will cure your midlife crisis. Now, let me just uh, let me just say this: uh, that with the men who I help, when I find out, and, and maybe me talking about the things that I just did, maybe that's helpful, huh? That's exactly what I was thinking. I couldn't put, you know, my finger on it. Well, that's why I get the perspective with helping out so many men, but. Here's the thing is when men come to me for fitness and they make it overly complicated, they haven't really given it a shot. Yeah, I, I have some men, like, hey, I got to concentrate on this eating, got to lose this weight, I got to be healthy, I got bad numbers, I got to take care of it. Uh, they don't wait a long time. They just, they search the internet, they find me, they just hire me for coaching. There's not a big, long, frustrating period of time trying to figure it out or watching 100 videos. I like those guys because all that, you know, uh, disproportionate amount of willpower, folks, energy, and time that I talked about those 31 years, uh, where they were spending their 31 years doing something else, we come together, and that's the exchange. I love scratching that itch on a place in their back that they can't get to, or it's going to take them until they're 70. So I love guys like that. But when when some guys that you know move more, eat less, right? They're not even doing that, right? I always find. That sure they need to get fit, sure they need to look better, but they imagine when they look better, they'll have more confidence. They'll feel more in control. They'll have structure. They know they should be working out. They know they should be eating right. But I always find that there's always something bigger going on in their life. That uncertainty, that midlife crisis or challenges. Challenges that no matter what we've accomplished in how well things are going, we don't feel as much in, as in control. I deal with a lot of men who have been married for 25, 30 years. They've been on the same job for 25, 30 years. And I understand everything goes in its waves. But that creates a lot of structure for their life. And, and there's patterns and predictable patterns and waves and seasons. And they kind of know how all that works. But there's some area of their life that they're a novice. They're a rookie. Uh, they don't have that insight. They're usually feeling more in control. And again, it could be health, could be their marriage, you know, it could be disconnect with their children. It could be, I don't know, financial uncertainty. It could be a lot of things. And that isn't as easy as the, what they've been able to do with their life, creating that structure, structure that predictability that they earn. This is a new area, and there's a lot of blind spots, and it can get really frustrating. I always find the men who come to me who can't get the fitness thing down. Sure, they want to get fitness, and I want to help them give the most effective and efficient simple strategies, but it's really something else. And when men come to me, I get them straight. I explain all this. They don't have to watch all these videos. And I get them straight on what they need to do, not in excess, but the price that they need to have to pay. And I just heard this quote by Scott Adams, and uh, he's the creator of Dilbert. And it's, it's so simple, but it's so powerful. And he says, uh, find out the price you need to pay for success and then pay it. Find out the price that you need to pay for success. Find out what the price is and then pay it. And that's, that's so simple and so powerful. And when it comes to fitness for a lot of older men, again, who are focusing on other things, they don't know what price. They're either paying too little they're paying too much, and it's not sustainable. They don't know what the price is. See, I cut through all that 80, 20-year-old. I know you're hearing 100 things. 
trying to get from all these. I tell you, the 20, that's the price that you need to pay. It's not less than that, but certainly not more than that. I can tell you the price that you need to pay, and then it's just a matter of paying. And men I work with, they're willing to pay the price if they weren't so confused. But I found out that, you know, fitness, structure, looking better, feeling better, watching the transformation, feeling in control is what men really need. And I'll tell you, it's it's those other areas of life or one or so that they don't feel in control. And the fitness can really get you, uh, your mind more settled. Now, it's not going to handle, like if, if you have intimacy issues or, you know, you don't speak up enough or whatever it is, and maybe you've had it your entire life, you know, being fit, losing, you know, your gut, having a flat stomach, I don't know, having some abs showing, right? Getting really structured with a training program that you feel comfortable with. I mean, that's a skill set. I can help you do that. It can make you feel confident. It can give you structure. But that's not going to help you connect, you know, uh, the strategies. Like everything runs in patterns. Everything has a crack, code crack, you know. Uh, as you can see, uh, just because you were smart with your family and your business or whatever, that doesn't uh, just automatically transfer to cracking the code when it comes to fitness. And that's what I'm here to help you do. Um, the same thing with intimacy at a different level. Now, a lot of guys who have worked very, very hard seven days a week, they're amazing at what they do for many years, and now they're done with that journey. And now, you know, I don't know, manage their time with uh, more family time or, you know, friend time. It, it's something they never worried about before, and they want more of it. And there's a strategy for that, just like what made them successful. Sometimes uh, just lacking that objectivity and perspective. Sometimes just think, well, I'm smart there. I should be smart there. No. You, you know, you can use that intelligence, but you got to learn the strategies. It's not going to be directly transferable just because you're good at your job. You're not necessarily going to be good at fitness. Now, you, you can, you know, if you want to go through the grind uh, just like you did at your job, yeah, you can figure it out. You can figure out anything. I know that about you. But like I said, men come to me because they just want to <laughs> shorten that process. They don't want to wait until they're 70 years old. But I'll tell you, that structure... It can be the stepping stone. You know, I come from uh, the fitness world where whatever challenges, you know, sometimes we had in life, we got into fitness, we mastered that. That gave us stability and structure and uh, self-esteem. And we became known for it and started even helping people and maybe even earn money from it. So uh, that superstructure with fitness, it turns out to be uh, something obviously very beneficial in our lives, but at the same time, uh, it may not take us over the top in fitness, and you might see that with a lot of the fitness experts, and uh, sometimes I want to grab some guys as a big brother going through this process, but you've seen literally what thousands of fitness experts go on this path. Um, it doesn't take you all the way there, but it's a great start. And for a lot of men, if you're, you know, like I said, successful, you got the family thing down, you're in a good place there, it can be better, right? Same thing with business and finance. Fitness is a great start because it gives you that, gives you that structure, helps you control maybe some of those other things in midlife crisis, right? It's not going to crack all those other codes of life, but it's a great start. That's how fitness will uh, help you cure your midlife crisis at a starting point. If this sounds interesting to you, if I'm talking to you, 
reach out to me. Again, you can send me an email at skip at skiplacore.com. Visit skiplacore.com. Watch all the videos and everything I have over there. Uh, at the end of every video, I tell you how to contact with me. You can directly uh, you know, text me at 925-352-4366, that uh, phone number. You can call me even at that number. And that's in the, the comment uh, section the, uh, of this podcast. Uh, my WhatsApp is there too, plus one, nine two five three five two four three six six. If you want to explore this, get you uh, fit, get you in sh- shape, 80-20 rule. Make you more effective with uh, your willpower, focus, energy, and time. Help you learn what the price is so you can pay it, not in excess. Help you uh, do all that so you don't have to be watching all these videos, and certainly the videos from the younger passion fitness experts who uh, don't have uh, you know our priorities. They don't look at the world the same, right? So reach out if you want some coaching, fitness, and a whole lot more. Like I said, fitness and a whole lot more. Uh, one quick thing too is uh, coming up really soon. I'm going to wait till I get my Facebook page, if that doesn't take too long. I'm going to be doing the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men. 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men, where uh, I'm going to be doing it live on one or some of my social media platforms every single day. I want you to go on this journey, not just for the workouts and how I explain it, just for the camaraderie, the bro-to-bro connection. 100 days in a row. Right, so we're going to do a little bit of exercise. You know, as I get older, as I help older men, you know, back in the day, you know, you got to train hard three or five days a week and take your days off. You know, I am finding uh, exercise just a little bit. So not as intense necessarily or as long, but a little bit of exercise every single day. And so I'm going to explain all that. I'm going to show you these abbreviated workouts compared to, you know, those old hardcore muscle-building workouts. For 100 days in a row. It's not just for the exercises, the routines, and the connection and the explanation. It's for that bro-to-bro daily connection for 100 days in a row. Like I said, I know what you're going through. Uh, maybe in this podcast you're saying, wow, that midlife crisis. That's something, it's a different spin. I don't want a Corvette. I, don't, I love my wife. I don't want a new, younger wife. Maybe you thought about it, right? But, you know, I uh, never thought of midlife crisis, but maybe the way that I explain it is uh, something that resonated with you and gets you fit. And we can talk about that and a whole lot more. All right, so uh, that's going to do it for today's workouts for Older Men Podcast. Again, reach out to me if I can help you. Uh, tell me what you found most valuable about the time that you spent listening to this uh, Workouts for Older Men Podcast. I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. I want to do more of that for you. All right, so, uh, hey, we've got more time in behind us than in front of us. We've got to live with a sense of urgency. We've got to train. We've got to eat. Figure this out. Crack the code when it comes to fitness with that sense of urgency. But also we've got to love, hug, produce. Our legacy is at stake. We've got to do that all with a sense of urgency because we have more time behind us than in front of us. So I always like to leave you with this quote. I uh, saw this on the Internet. It's kind of like something I always remind myself. It's from Confucius, so it's been around a long time. So the man has two lives. The second begins when he realizes he only has one. I want to remind you of that. Uh, it is the time to take control of your fitness, get control of your life, to uh, make a plan to make it better from this point forward. We've got more time behind us than in front of us. Hey, thanks for joining me, and have a great day. <laughs>